So, 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 so Israel, uh, they're, they're in battle array and, and verse four, amen, talks about Goliath and it calls him their champion. See, he, he, he ain't just somebody, he's their champion. Goliath is who they've put all their marbles in, if I can put it that way. See, they, they, see they, they, the Philistines say, this man is big. And he has a history. Come on, our history of defeating foes. He has a history of people in his wake back there that he's killed. So he is my champion. What mean you got to understand? See, the enemy, he sent his champion your way. Come on, now, he, he ain't sent somebody who he knows you can defeat. He's put all of his marbles in one basket. And he sent him your way. And the thing about it, amen, when you recognize him as your champion, or their champion, you begin to shake and quiver in your boots. Amen. But what I love about this particular story here, what we don't know that God had a champion. Amen. He had a champion that he was hiding over there tending some feet. Amen. And he was preparing David, Israel's champion in the wilderness. Amen. So David came, comes on the scene here and his dad sent him down here to take lunch to his brethren. And you know, David, he goes down there and he's kind of curious. Amen. And he said, what's going on here? What's happening? What's happening? And he has this, the, uh, the Philistine had this champion walking before Israel boasting of who he is. Am not I a Philistine? And you Israelite, he said, service of Saul. Do y'all understand that what he said? He didn't say service of the most high God. He said service of Saul. Amen. And David said, what? David goes on to say, who is this uncircumcised Philistine? What's, what, who is this? Defying the or define the, the armies of the most high God. See, that's what me and you got to understand. We got to say, who is this enemy of God? He defies the power of God in the earth's realm. Who is this dare to, that dare come forth and try to stop the move of God? Who is this? Who is this, this uncircumcised Philistine that, that comes into my life and try to deter me? I try to stop the power of God in my life. Y'all better catch this this morning. David is God's champion. He's God's champion and God prepared him out there in the wilderness doing his menial task, tending sheep. Huh? That's that very thing that you guys are doing, amen, in your day-to-day walk, your prayer life, your word life. Come on now, your fasting life. Come on, it's preparing you for this battle. You got to hear this on today. Even though it's a different kind of challenge, it's still a challenge. And God has prepared you and he is preparing you to meet this challenge. You are his champion in this season. You are his champion. Stop looking to the left and looking to the right to see who else he's prepared for this battle. He said, I prepared you for this battle. Amen. Don't go into this battle thinking you're unprepared. I just got to activate who you are. And you got to recognize who you are. You got to recognize who you are. 
So David, he, he recognized, amen, that this particular Philistine, he wasn't looking at the situation. David recognized the God that was with him out there in the wilderness when he was tending his daddy's sheep. And they tried to pull him down. They tried to pull David down, but David had to let him know, listen, listen, my God is. Y'all ain't get that. My God is. He is. He, my, my God is. He is. He, he is. My God. My God is. And Goliath was. He, he is. He is. He, he, he is. My, my God is. He is. <laughs> and Goliath was. He going down. He going down. He going down. He going down. And the Bible lets us know in the story, man, that, you know, it got back to Saul and Saul wants to give him, come on, his armor. Uh-huh. One, one thing I got, what I, he wants y'all to understand today, stop going, trying to go into battle with somebody else's armor. Amen. Stop going to battle with T.D. Jake's armor. Stop going into battle with Noel's armor. Stop going in a battle with that church down the passing down the road that got that huge church. Stop trying to use that battle to go in the, go in the, uh, the battle with their armor. God has prepared you an armor. Oh, y'all are hearing this on this morning. You have an armor. You got an armor. So David respectfully, amen, he, he told Saul, I, I haven't proven this. Hey, otherwise, I haven't fought any battle this here. But, but, but see, 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 see the slingshot and, and these stones, see, me and these stones, we've been in battle before. Come on now, I've used this before. See, I, I know how accurate this is. So the Bible declared that he, he, he gathers up five smooth stones. Amen. How many know that it only takes one stone to defeat Goliath? But but what they were telling me, and I got out this here in the spirit, he had four more. How many know that like they like baby kids? They multiply. All right. Do y'all know that? Amen. Amen. Because every time you slay one of them, they keep on coming. Every time you slay another one, they keep on coming. Every time you slay another one, they keep on coming. Every time you slay another one, they keep on coming. They keep on coming and I keep on slaying. They keep on coming and I keep on slaying. They keep on coming and I keep on slaying. Amen. So I never go into battle unprepared. Are y'all hearing that on a different kind of challenge? Different kind of challenge. So as we see this particular spiritual battle here, we understand that it's at another level here. Israel and the Philistine. Amen. They have a history of battle. But this particular one, amen, the Philistine introduced a different challenge. They introduced a different challenge, something that Israel have not seen before. But I thank God, amen, that he is the ones that fight our battle. Amen. Regardless of what we may think, amen, he'll tell you, here, here, look, look, sit down a while. For the battle is mine. Let me fight this battle. Let me fight this battle. Let me fight it out. Put up your, put up your razor. Put up your knife. Put up your gun. You know how we do it. Cut, cut. Cut, cut. Cut, 
cut, cut, cut, cut. Cut, cut. That's what we do. We, we cut, cut, cut. And the Lord is telling you, amen, that it's not your battle. He said, because see, see, for, 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 for man, for the way man fight it, fight that battle, it doesn't work righteousness. It doesn't. See, I know, see, I, me and you, amen, we're going to kill. But God wants to turn around. He, he does, he does. He, he wants to turn around. See, me and you, me, our view is if I kill it, it's gone. But God said, I want to turn it around. I want to restore it. I want to bring it back to me. Amen. I want to build it because I am God. I am God. And that's my outlook. I know my plans that I have for it. Are y'all with me on this morning? Let's move a little bit further. I'm almost finished. Almost finished. Almost finished. Almost finished. So we see this David. Amen. He, he, he defeats Goliath. And, and the Bible declared that he, he takes Goliath's head. Amen. And, 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 and then we move on from there. But then we find ourselves in the book of 2 Corinthians. And let me, let me deal with this here and I'll be finished. Amen. We're talking about a, a different type of challenge or a different kind of challenge. And what I want you to hear on today, when we talk about authority, we talk about authority. We talk about the word, the, the, the Hebrew or the, yeah, the Hebrew word is meskils. If I'm saying that right, and it means dominion, rule, and kingdom. What me and you got to understand in the hour and the time and what Christ has done, he has established dominion, rule, and kingdom for the church. See, me, me and you, we got, we got to get that. We're, we're, we're not battling for it. We live in it. In other words, me, me, see, we, we, we're in his kingdom. And it has been established through Christ. We're, we're in it now. And see, what man, you got to know, we have dominion right. once again. Amen. See, 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 I, I don't have to ask for it. It belongs to me. Right. Oh, y'all hearing that? Because I'm a child of the most high God. I'm not fighting for something. Anybody here fight for something that they belong to? Now, I know you might have to fight your family members because they use your stuff. Did y'all get that? Amen. I, had to, I got to put my tablet up and I got to put my computer up. Because they use it, but it's mine. Right. It doesn't mean that it belongs to them. It's still mine. Y'all understand that? So me and you, amen, because of what Christ did, we, we walk in dominion. We, we walk in the rule of an authority of God in the earth realm. That's what me and you understand. There's one thing to, to, uh, to have authority. And there's another thing to exercise authority. That's the issue with most believers. We have it. And some of us don't recognize it, but very few exercise authority. Amen. We still, we still being told what to do by the enemies. That's right. wow. We are. We still, we still succumb to what he give us. He give us his second best and we take it. Ah, give it to me, give it to me, give it to me. When we have the authority and the power that lies in the Holy Ghost, we don't have to settle for second best. But we got to understand this is kingdom warfare. Yes. Kingdom warfare. It's, it, 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 and the outcome is paramount. We got to win this battle because it's about the kingdom. It's not about you. It's not. I preached, a, 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 I'm going to go back to it again. I preached a, a message ooh, seven years ago, I think. It was, you too important. Now, it was deep. 
And through the years, he's been talking to me a lot more about it. Some, some of us as believers, we, when, I, when, we, we, when, when he said you too important, that means your, your importance supersedes God's purposes. That's right. You, 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 it's all about you. That's right. Your creature comforts you. Your, come on now, your longevity. Me, 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 me. When you become too important, the purposes of God and the destiny for your life cannot come forth. Because the enemy, he just got to deal, he just got to mess with you. When he mess with you, you abort your purpose and you abort your destiny. And you stop walking in your anointing because he's messing with you. Paul put it this way. I count all that stuff that was important, dumb. Because there's something that I desire to know and I need to and I want to and I desire, I yearn to know him. And not, not just knowing, but in his suffering. Uh-huh. Oh, y'all understand that there? In other words, Paul, he also, and when he, when he writes, he, he used this word, I become, he, he's talking about being a slave, a, a doulos for Christ. Uh-huh. In other words, I'm free, but I gladly become a slave for Christ. Amen. Now that's powerful. Anybody in here would do that? Amen. You free. But I choose to be a slave right. for Christ. Now, I'm not talking about for people to walk on me. Now, that ain't Jesus, what I'm saying. Jesus. Y'all with me? Jesus. I'm talking about for Christ. Ah, yes. uh, we almost finished. Paul, Paul, Paul 10. He says, now, I, Paul, myself beseech you by the meekness and gentleness of Christ. Come on now. I'm, I'm talking to you, Corinthians. I'm talking to you. Uh, you, you, you've been cutting up. You, you, you belong to Christ and I call you a saints, but, but, but I beseech you. I, I ask you who in presence am based among you, but being absent and bold towards you. He's trying to let us know. He's trying to let them know. Amen. When I come to you, amen, it's going to be a different story. There's going to, there's going to, I'm going to have to exalt uh, my authority if you don't take heed to what I'm sending this message to you. Then let me, let me, let me move a little bit further. He said, but I beseech you that, that I may not be bold when I'm present with you. That confidence. Where, wherewith I think to be bold against what? Some. What he's trying to say, even though some people will listen, uh-huh. there's always going to be those who ain't going to listen. There's always going to be those, amen, that, that, that's going to buck the system. There's always going to be those, amen, who got a better way. There's always going to be those who don't want to submit. There's always going to be those who don't want to follow authority. There's always going to be those who think they know more than more than more. There's always, they're always going to be in the midst of what he's telling you today, amen. Don't you fall in line with those. When the voice of the Lord, amen, speaks to you. And when you hear the voice of the Lord, follow the voice of the Lord. Don't let nobody take you someplace, amen, that God has not prepared for you or designed for you. People that do that in a heartbeat. The thing about the enemy, amen, he, he'll say, I'm with you. Amen. But when it comes, when the rubber meets the road, amen, you will look back and you'll say, I thought it was us. But he'll let you know, no, 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 no. It's all about you. I got you there. I egg you on. And you took the bait. So Paul wants the uh, the Corinthians to know. He wants me to know. And let me get down to the meat of this here. In verse 3. For though we walk in the flesh. Somebody say walk. Walk. In the flesh. flesh. Which you've got to understand. You do not 
war after the flesh. Somebody say, it's not about the flesh battle. I walk in this flesh. I engage in certain things in this flesh. But it's a spiritual battle. There is a higher plane to this. It ain't what it looked like in the natural. See, the enemy want me to think that me and you had odds. But that ain't even the issue there. That ain't, it ain't the issue. It's about anointing. It's about anointing. It's about purpose. It's about calling. See, it's a spiritual battle. It's a spiritual battle going to take place right here. I didn't mean to say that, Pastor. You with me, right? Just use you for example. Are you with me? He says, he said, I, I do not war after the flesh. Some of us, we got to get that. That's paramount. As believers, you got to look beyond who you engage with. You got to look and say, sometimes, sometimes the battles are so intense. In the army, I mean, they, they, they have a lot of time. They, they talk a lot about uh, 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 wounded, wounded with friendly fire. People being wounded by friendly fire. When you, when you in hand to hand combat or when you in battle, amen, there's something about the intensity of battle, amen. Every now and then, every now and then you, 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 you wound a comrade. Every, every now and then you wound, you wound, and they call it friendly fire. But the issue is in the, in, in, in the church or the community of faith, there, there's entirely too much friendly fire being wounded. That's right. Amen. Oh, y'all understand this here? So, sometimes it leads me to believe that it ain't really friendly fire. That's right. Come on, man. It does. Sometimes it, sometimes it, 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 it leads me to believe, amen, I sometimes it's intentional. Because they don't recognize that you warn not after the flesh. So, so people, are, people that God sends in our life, amen, and God sent us along to, to send along to help us. Sometimes we wound, we wound them because we've been hurt. How many know hurt people hurt people? Y'all know that? I know it's true. I know when you've been hurt, you hurt. You hurt other people. I'm almost finished. I think I got three more minutes. And I'm out of here. Verse 4. For the weapons of our warfare are not carnal. Somebody say weapons of our warfare, of our warfare. Are, not are not carnal, carnal. of the flesh, of the flesh. But it goes on to say, but, but mighty, mighty, not mighty only, but mighty through. See, established in. Coming through the wisdom and the knowledge of God, mighty through God to the strong, to the pulling down of strongholds. That, that's what it's all about. It's mighty through God to the pulling down of strongholds. Those fortified places in our heart that's been that, 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 that you 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 were hurt thirteen uh thirty years ago. Amen. Never resolved it. <laughs> Come on now, 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 now it, it becomes a stronghold. Oh, yeah. It becomes a place where the enemy is fighting out of. Yeah. He's fighting out of that hurt now. Yeah. And, and it's fortified yeah. by your emotions. It's fortified by your perspective. It's fortified by revenge. It's fortified by the thought, amen, I'm going to get them if it's the last thing I do. I'm going to get them. They're going to know. They gonna, <laughs> y'all know what I'm talking about. Amen. And, and, and this, this is, somebody say crazy. Crazy. It, it may take me and you sometime 15 years to get the opportunity to what I call get them. 
And in 15 years, your life has been jacked up. You wasted 15 years for a moment. And the, this, this is the crazy part about it. That person ain't thinking about you. Ain't that crazy? And I, I know what I know. I know what I know. When it takes place, if, if it's not uh, uh, harmful to their, you know, to their human, to their bodies, they'd be asking, what, 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 what happened? Y'all know I'm telling truth. You got to remind them what happened. You got to take them back to that, huh? And, and then here you go. I don't remember that. And here you are, you've been plotting 15 years. Sometimes, I mean, come on, don't you feel foolish? You, 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 you just gave up 15 years of your life, 15 years of productivity, life, a, a, a joyful, joy in life. I mean, all the things that came along with, in that 15 year period. You gave all that up marriage. You, you gave that up children being born. You gave that up husband and wife, you know, relationship. You gave all that up for, 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 for a moment in time that the person that you want to get, it ain't no fun if they don't know it. I'm through. Okay, here we go. Five, then we finish. Casting down imaginations, arguments, and every high thing that exalts itself, is, is itself against the knowledge of God and bring into captivity every thought to the obedience of Christ. I'm closing on that. Beloved, Beloved, we, we are in a season, we are in a time that's extraordinary. The power of God and the authority of God in the earth realm because of what Christ has done is so powerful and prevalent. The conversation in the church has got to change. The conversation in the church has got to change from a, a defeated foe to a victorious foe. It has to change. Y'all know y'all listen to us. If I wouldn't say myself, come on now. And I wouldn't walk in power, somebody would convince me that I was defeated when I was supposed to be victorious. It's because of the conversation. And if and you you will notice, you will notice, amen, that the conversation that God has given us is not a defeated conversation. It's not. If you if you want to if you want to talk about your, your woes in yesterday, I'm gonna tell you now, you won't hear it here. Because that's not the reality of who you are. That's not, that's not the reality of, of what God has for you. See, I got to give you a word for today and tomorrow. Amen. Yesterday has taken care of itself. It's, it's gone. It's a done deal. It's a memory. It's a memory. And those who live in yesterday are literally dead. Those who are alive in Christ and those shake and move things or and, 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 and looking forward towards tomorrow those are alive in Christ so I got to give you a word for today to push you or to propel you into tomorrow and that's what God is doing in this season the woe is me conversation no 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 I know some of y'all might think it's kind of hard <laughs> but this is a win God has a winning franchise 
He's willing to. He, matter of fact, he's not. He's not willing. He has. He has pulled out all the stops. He has sent the very best he had to make me and you or to give me and you victory. You can tell. You know what? You can tell a franchise that's losers. You can tell it because they don't put things in place to win. They're skipping on their money. They look at the research. They don't go for the best. And you want, and, and they wonder why they're not winning because you don't have a victorious mindset. You still have a losing mindset. God is doing the work in this hour. He's giving you as believers a, a winning attitude, a winning mindset. And, and I'm, a t- I'm telling you, I'm telling you perfectly, you are victorious. If you, if you don't, you are victorious in Christ. Get in him. Get all the way in him. I cannot be defeated. Who would that? Reverend Ike. That had this quote. I can't lose with the stuff I use. Whatever. Yeah, I know some of y'all don't know Reverend Ike. But. But when you, when you, when you, when you look at that and listen to it and take it for what it is, I mean, yeah, it could have been, it could have been arrogant. It could have been, you know, whatever, whatever. But if you, if you take it out, you, you get out of it what you can use. I can't use with this Bible. I can't lose with this Bible. I can't lose with this battle what God has placed in me. He has deposited the, 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 the what do they call it? The earnest of expectation in me. The Holy Spirit. He's deposited something to me. He come back to get. Amen. And that shows me, amen, that, see, he didn't, he didn't, he just didn't uh, tell me, he put stock in me that I'm going to have it when he come back for it. Y'all with me? Okay, we finish. The theme is kingdom warfare. Kingdom warfare, kingdom warfare. Not, not, not warfare, amen, that's, that's waged on, on, on your behalf or on your, on your level, but it's about the kingdom. Kingdom warfare. And the subject was a different kind of challenge. A different kind of challenge. Oh, yeah, this is a different kind of challenge. Some of y'all, come on, come on. You ain't seen it before. It's unfamiliar. Amen. But it's because of the anointing. It's because of the level that you're walking on. And you got to understand, it's not It's not about the natural. It's all about the kingdom of God and what he's doing. I, I'm, I'm excited that the, that, the, that the enemies of God recognize God in me. I, I'm excited about that. That gives me a double confirmation. Amen. That, 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 that I'm walking with God. Amen. And that they recognize that I'm walking with God. Paul I know. I mean Jesus I know. Paul I know. But who? Who are you? So if you can be counted into that recognition by the enemy. I know, I know you. You're a servant of the most high God. Ain't you that pastor? That one that's making a difference in God's kingdom. You know what? You messing up my kingdom. This enemy said, I'm tired of you. I'm tired. And I'm, and, and give me a hurt. Let, let me have a touch it for a moment. Touch it for a moment. But she still got the anointing. God said, This mine. This mine. Go try. Go try. Go test it. It's mine. Y'all with me? Can we stand?